1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. You're listening to the Morton's Heritage Railway podcast.
0: Quite right, too. Okay, it's uh, volume two in the fabulous world of Morton's and Heritage Railway and so on, and we're delighted to be able to bring you on this particular event, the author of uh, Mallard 75, uh, Britain's greatest steam moment, of course. That would be the fabulous Robin Jones. How are you, Robin? Oh, very well, thank you. Excellent. Now, the reason you sound as though you're on the telephone is you are on the telephone, and you're actually out and about in the field, actually at a fantastic unveiling. So what unveiling is this, then?
1: Right, well, well, I'm at Barrow Hill Roundhouse, which is the only surviving rail collected roundhouse in Britain, in New Chesterfield. This weekend, we're having um, the two... A4 Pacifics that were repatriated from North America, alongside Bitten, one of the uh, other four survivors that is in steam. They're being gathered together for a lineup of East Coast mainline motive power under the name Giants of Steam, which is in fact what they are. Uh, today, Bitten has had a plaque unveiled on the side, uh, marking the fact that this year it did three runs at 90 miles an hour. Plus, which is a record for the heritage era uh, I'm just looking a bit now it's gleaming in the sunshine it looks absolutely magnificent and um it's, it looks like a great weekend for all, provided the weather holds.
0: Well, uh, I'm looking at the uh, the fabulous uh, the, the book that you put together, the bookazine for Mallard 75. Yeah. Uh, it celebrated yeah. its 75th birthday, obviously in 2013, uh, and yeah. also uh, celebrating its world steam speed record, uh, which yeah. was uh, Little them on Stoke Bank on the East Coast mainline through Lincolnshire, of course, on July the 3rd, 1938, just before we yeah. were both born, I think, Robin. But still, never mind. Yeah,
1: yeah, but it's just up the road from where I live at the moment. It's near where we take the cats for our summer holidays while we go to the seaside. So um, I know a little by them very well.
0: So, as you say, all six surviving A4s reunited in York uh, on this fabulous uh, day from that point of view. Uh, this must be almost like uh, uh, Christmas, New Year and a birthday celebration, really, for trade enthusiasts, Yes.
1: It is. It has been an absolutely fantastic year. Mm. It's really broadened the appeal of um, railway heritage to the general public. Um, The obviously, you know, these wonderful Art Deco Locos, and the two that people thought they would never ever again see in this country, brought back from America and cosmetically restored Mm. Um, to line up all six together. you had two great gatherings at York. And this weekend is like half a great gathering. Um, We've got three of the six here, including the two repatriated ones, but they are in a genuine rail yard setting where the other two events have been in a museum setting. I mean, this is how they're meant to look, um, standing in the tracks, all the grime, the grease, whatever... They look the fast, even though they are been polished to perfection. But next weekend, and for the uh, February half-term week, you've got the Great Goodbye, which is the last gathering of all six, and that's going to be staged at the Locomotion Museum in Shulden. Mm. Um, there you'll be able to see... Photograph, um, even ride on um, three of the A4s, um, it, again in a yard setting, but in a museum yard setting, but that will be the last time to see all six before the two have to go back um, to North America in April.
0: Now, proving that obviously not only are you an ace writer and have produced the Mallard seventy-five bookazine, you're also uh, doing photographic duty as well. So, uh, lots of opportunities presumably to uh, to get the camera out and produce some some wonderful images of this sort of snapshots of, of yeah. magical moments.
1: Well, yes, this is it. It's a case of if you don't go now, you will not see this again in your lifetime. It may happen again; the future generation might bring them back, maybe permanently, but it won't happen. Um, Uh, for the next two or three generations. This is really the moment to get out there and photograph them. The entry is free for the daytime events. Anybody can turn up. um, And if you don't go, you will miss out. Even if you've only got a moderate passing interest in railway heritage, this is the one to do. This is the one to be
0: there. Absolutely. Uh, now, I was interested in in the bookazine to uh, to find the the roots of the name, and there is a suggestion, just a slant suggestion, that actually the mallard was named after the species of wild duck that used to well, inhabit the moat of Salisbury Hall.
1: Um, <laughs> yes, um, Nigel Gresley was very interested in birds, mm. and he had, um, a moat, and, um, uh, probably had a duck house long before he did the MP's expenses scandalist. Um, he, um, he named several of his opals after birds, like the one I'm looking at now, it's called bitum. Mm. Um, there was Mallard, Seagull, Osprey, um uh um, there was a whole range of a whole series of engines named after that. But his favourite um Locovar was Mallard and that's why he chose it for the world speed record run
0: and of course sir nigel gresley was just referred to chief mechanical engineer of the london and north eastern railway uh which yes. is uh, where the, the whole thing sort of roots together from that point of view now you did say that obviously sir nigel isn't around himself because he's up in that great steam yeah. engine in the sky or yeah. uh sorting things through from that point of view but you you have yeah. actually encountered one of his relatives is that right
1: yes uh, his grandson um tim is here today um He's obviously come along. Um, obviously beaming with pride at um, you know these marvelous examples of British technology. Um which um, one of his ancestors was responsible for designing.
0: Well, again, we're looking at a photograph taken by your good self, Robin, of uh, Tim Godfrey, grandson, as you say, of A4 designer Sir Nigel Gresley, uh, on the footplate of the Dominion of Canada with the current Canadian High Commissioner Gordon Campbell uh, that was recreating the photograph that was originally taken, of course, back in 1937. I mean, this is what I love about the magazine. You you kind of juxtapose the, the whole range of things there with the Canadian High Commissioner of 1937 present when the Dominion of Canada was originally commissioned, yeah. uh, with Sir Nigel Gressley on the footplate... plate. So, uh, I mean, people don't realize, actually, but the, the unveiling of a train is a really significant thing. I was, I've only been privileged to be at one, which was for a Grand Central Rail, uh, naming of the, uh, James Harriet at King's Cross. Uh, but, yeah. but it is, it is, it is quite unique, because it, it's a bit like, it's a bit like launching a ship, isn't it, really, except it's on land. Yes,
1: it is, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. It's, uh, it's a proud moment, um, I mean you know, back in the steam age, um, locos were named they were tend to be given fairly heroic names or stylish names, you know, like um what you know, like castles, you know, Great Western castles were named after castles largely in Great Western territory and there were judges and dukes and you know, named after those members of the aristocracy, um um, I tended to lose interest myself in the naming of locos um, back in the 80s when I was a reporter at the Birmingham Even Mail, mm. and I was asked to go along and cover one at New Street, and um, I saw an electric locomotive being named at The Clothes Show Live. I thought, suddenly, that doesn't seem quite right in railway history. I see where well,
0: you're know, you coming from, not, Robin. Yeah, it's getting well... It's, it's not, to, not something that's going to be
1: remembered <laughs> for future generations, like Mallard yeah, will Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe, maybe if they called it Emmerdale or something. Perhaps not, no. It's well, still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. OK, well, um, you did mention that we might be able to have a few words with uh, the legend that is Tim yeah. Godfrey. Uh, is, is he close yeah. by at present, in terms of... Yes, uh, he's, standing, he's standing next to me okay. um, at the moment. Would you like to, uh, like to pass you over? That would be wonderful. If that's okay, so uh, if we pass the phone okay. over, we'll uh, go directly to uh, an amazing individual, Tim Godfrey. Tim, welcome to the uh, official podcast for uh, uh, Heritage uh, for, for Morton's Media Group. Um, you must be very proud of, of the way that things are actually happening. Y- y- hello, yes, hello. You, you must be very proud, Tim, of, 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 of this, this event and, uh, and the whole sort of celebration of, of, of the whole uh, Mallard uh, uh, aspect.
2: Oh, very much so. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, it's been Mallard's year last year. Yes, yes. Because he's celebrating the seventy fifth anniversary when he broke the world speed record. It,
0: it, absolutely, absolutely
2: brilliant.
0: Uh, now, I, I'm looking at present at a photograph from uh, your own collection, the Tim Godfrey collection, of of a young, a very young Tim Godfrey with your grandfather Nigel Gresley, and I think you're actually standing on the uh, uh, the railings, looking sort of into the future, really, in all sorts of ways. There, <laughs> yes, great,
2: great was stuff. About three I was about
0: three years old then. Yeah, yeah, and, and and as I just mentioned to Robin, uh, the photograph that he took of uh, uh, you recreating the official launching of the Dominion of Canada, uh, when in fact you actually were on the uh, the footprint, uh, the foot the footplate, I should say, uh, of the Dominion of, Can- yes. of Canada with, of course, the current Canadian High Commissioner Gordon Campbell.
2: Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, well, Robin's uh, magazine Heritage Railway, which is one of the uh, better magazines in the railway world, indeed. Uh, also featured my grandfather in 1937 with the High Commissioner of Canada of that day. And so I was asked if I would symbolically um, re-enact the handover of Dominion of Canada to the present High Commissioner of Canada. Mm. And uh, who was a... A
0: great fun event and I've got to say I do like the blue plaque that was uh, set up for uh, uh, Nether Seal Rectory of course where Nigel Gresley spent his childhood where we actually have Sir Nigel Gresley 1876 to 1941 pioneering railway engineer designed the Mallard and flying Scotsman steam locomotives and of course advanced the modernisation of Britain's railway network spent his childhood at at this rectory uh, Derbyshire County Council uh, 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 from that point of view was the vicar yes
2: and um it was derbyshire county council who did the blue plaque they do their own blue plaques and the um leader at derbyshire county council and i jointly unveiled the plaque it was a great honor to be invited
0: mm. I- i'm just looking at you at the uh, photograph of your good self on a family picnic actually here which is, is very good Where we actually have a family dog as well do, do, does the dog have a name or, or has it sort of faded away into the mists of time Is it a Springer or a Labrador? I think it's a Springer. I think it's a Springer Spaniel. I think the one we're looking at. If it's a
2: Springer, it was called Pushy Boot.
0: Nice. Yeah.
2: You see, I mean. If it's a Labrador, it's called Jock.
0: Ah, well, you see, I mean, either Pushy Boot or Jock would have been ideal names, I think, for another sort of railway design engine, possibly, but, you know. <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll, I'll well, be- he named an awful lot of his locomotives after birds.
0: Indeed, yes, is working I, sh-
2: I share his interest in birds, and it, in fact, I also breed uh, wildfowl, ducks and geese.
0: I mean, again, just looking at the the whole experience, clearly apart from the ornithological aspects of the whole thing, uh, it's really aspects like today that that really give you a sense of the tremendous uh, heritage and, indeed, influence that British engineering actually had, certainly in terms of steam and transport uh, globally, not just in Britain.
2: Indeed, yes, and he died in harness, sadly. Uh, He didn't retire. He died before he retired. And um, he had so many plans in mind, electrification of trains and so on, which uh, he never actually got to fully develop, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But he was way ahead of his time. What has I been the co- now. That's okay. I no, that's fine. <laughs>
0: it's, 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 it's all great stuff. It gives a, a sense of actuality of the whole piece, which is, is, is wonderful. Uh, I don't know if you can, you can yeah. just about still, still, hear us from that. What, what has been the, the highlight for yourself? I mean, I mean in terms of trains, I mean, obviously we talked about favorites and, and, uh, Mallard obviously, uh, very much at the, uh, the front of the whole thing, celebrating, as we said, uh, 75 years,
1: uh, in yes. terms
0: of the whole piece. Is that your own favorite or is there another one of the trains that your grandfather actually designed that you think actually I, I feel that's often unloved and i'd like to speak up for that particular uh, engine
2: which which one
0: are, are, are there any other favorites that you have or is the mallard your own particular favorite as well
2: well mallard is a world speed record of yes course, yes uh, which it broke in 1938 mm-hmm. uh, and that's why it's been celebrating its 75th anniversary this uh, last year 2013 absolutely but um the 100th a4 pacific which he designed was named after him, the Sir Nigel Gresley. Yes, and that is running. That's in full running order, and that's based at the North Yorkshire Moors Railway.
0: Uh,
2: and it runs on that line and also uh, on um, the open uh, public lands. Uh,
0: and do you have a favourite yourself? In terms of, if, if I was to push you as as the grandson of, uh, of of Sir Nigel, is there a particular area which you think? Yeah, actually, I, I've always liked that particular train.
2: Well, I suppose Sir Nigel Gresley, which was named after him, is a magnificent locomotive. Right, right. I've been on the footplate several times, and it is uh, as impressive as Mallard is.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: They're all the finest locomotives. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I suppose They're m- built for speed. I- I- I-
0: if we if we cast your mind back to to, to being uh, Sir Nigel's grandson, and obviously working that, was, was it? Were you in the ideal position? Because most grandchildren they might have a train set to play with. You actually had real trains yeah. potentially to work with.
2: <laughs> I also had a train set because on my first birthday my grandfather gave me a Hornby 0000 gauge, um, locomotive Sir Nigel Gresley with carriages and a track. Mm. And it was clockwork, which right. made it most uh, unusual because uh, shortly after that Hornby Joined up with Triang and became. um, They had electric trains with three rails to begin
0: with. Right, right, yes, yes.
2: So that was a treasured possession right the way through until about 18 years ago when our house was hit by lightning, and unfortunately the uh, the the model was uh, destroyed in the fire
0: right Tim there are so many memories I mean I think we need to set up a whole series of programmes just to, to share with yourself uh, obviously memories <laughs> of, of, of Sir Nigel Grisley and, and the whole thing but thank you very very much for joining us today it's been uh, truly wonderful Ah, oh, there we are <laughs> you well, th- thank you yes. uh, <laughs> thank you for your courtesy it's nice to speak to you not at all I'd absolutely like it if you pass the phone back to uh, to Robin Jones that'd be wonderful so uh, there we are if uh, I can uh, find him
2: where's he oh, gone oh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's probably <laughs> yeah, he's
0: off he, he's probably off taking photos Graph somewhere and doing various other yeah, sort of things for that I point. Of he probably
1: is. Yeah, it's, what, it's, it's what he does. Anyway, sort of nice point. to
0: speak to you. Likewise. All the very best. Uh, <laughs> okay. a, a, a true mention uh, there. Uh, and uh, of course, just a reminder you, you're listening to a uh, Morton's Heritage podcast. And uh, in case uh, you like to sort of uh, access things, you can go on Facebook and access a whole range of details. Uh, plus, of course, there's always this. Hi, this is Rob Nichols.
1: From Fly to the Moon, you're listening to the Morton's Heritage Railway podcast.
0: Indeed, and it's a special event that uh, is celebrating Britain's greatest steam moment, with, of course, the bookazine Mallard 75, uh, reuniting, you know, reuniting all six of the surviving mallards. And, of course, we've just been speaking to the grandson of the great and legendary designer, Sir Nigel Gresley, uh, at this uh, fabulous event that's, that's taking place. And hopefully we're back now Hello. with, uh, yes, there we are, Robin Jones, uh, ace author and photographer. Uh, we're getting a sense of all of the excitement that's actually around, Robin. I mean, it, 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 is this one of those days where you think I'm glad I'm an editor of Bookazine for uh, Morton's Media Group, and this 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 is what it's all about. This is this is the uh, enthusiasm, professionalism. It's all good.
1: I feel very privileged. Um, I mean, this is a vip day before the yes. Open weekend. Um, yes. Obviously, we are able to get pictures without crowds um, sure. standing in front or behind locos sure. and it's very nice um there's just been um, a high-speed train charter just arrived from london uh they've been permission to come on the vip day um bringing out 500 guests and it's absolutely packed um uh it's just pulled we're pulling in from the platform of barrow hill museum now
0: mm. Let's see. Yeah, I think we're getting a sense yeah. of of the thing coming through in all sorts of, of yeah. ways. There, um, looking at the the bookazine yourself, any particular sort of areas or, or things? I mean, I, I love the photograph of uh, the uh, uh, the movie riot International Low Loader taking the Dwight D Eisenhower from Liverpool to Shildon uh, on the M58, <laughs> yeah. uh, which I thought was was, yeah. it was great because I, I often thought how do trains actually get from one place to the other? But uh, clearly, as so they're getting the Dwight D Eisenhower uh, here, uh, looking at the uh the the, the rising sun and, and, and so on there is something magical about trains i mean we said in the, in the first podcast that you know sometimes it's the scenery sometimes it's the the whole experience but uh as i was we saying with uh, with obviously sir nigel's uh, grandson uh, just there the, the, there is a, a, a magic about the, the whole thing which uh, you can, can you put it into words obviously you can because it's in the bookazine. but uh, i mean do, do you get excited at days like this
1: Oh, yes. Um, when you actually see some of these uh, magnificent, big, glamorous, big-name locos all together like this in the sunshine, you mm. think, what a great country we are. You know, the mm. transport technology we've invented. What the technology. We were world beaters. And you think, you know, that at the time when these were produced, Britain was coming out of a recession, a legendary bad recession, just like the one now. And Mallard um, hitting 126 miles an hour on Stoke taking the speed record off the Germans uh, they'd set it two years before, it was a source of immense pride in Britain. And when you see these logos, you think, no matter how bad the times are, you know, how lousy things are generally, we can always pull out of this. We can always do better. We can always be great.
0: Mm. All we need is Nigel Graslie back again. Well, I, I, I think we'll, we'll we'll put the word out now, Robin. You know things will work out yeah. on that particular basis. Yeah. Uh, Robin, yeah. it's been fabulous just sharing. Of course, it's your first official podcast for for the whole thing. It's been wonderful. Yeah. Sort of, I think Brian was sitting in yeah. uh, as the editor for, for the last book yeah. Um Are there any other sort of areas or folk you'd like to sort of catch up with? You think we should actually feature? I mean, I think well, we, well, we can do it, but, I
1: mean, you, you know, it's. Um, Basically, what you've just done—you've interviewed Elvis personally. Now you want me to find a few hands, got, um,
0: <laughs> you know, some albums. Basically, you, you've got the star man. Oh, I, I, I think obviously we're cooking with gas on this particular area. Although I, yeah. I, I, I I'd, I'd love to have uh, an announcement which actually says Sir Nigel, uh,'s, uh, grandson, has now left the building, which would be interesting from that point of view. If, if yeah. we're keeping the Elvis yeah. going. I'm going to see one other photograph. Yeah. I do, I do love which was uh, set up by Doncaster Metropolitan Metro- Borough Council uh, to. Actually, mark the Mallard 75 celebrations. They actually got a giant floral tribute uh, produced on the oh, yes, yeah. r- uh, roundabout, which is great. Yes, that's right. Uh, so, 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 so brilliant stuff on, yeah. on that. And I'm going to yeah. ask you the same question I actually put to uh, to Tim Godfrey uh, as, as well, actually, Robert. It's only fair. What's your own favourite train in terms of, of the Mallard collection, or, or is that like asking you to choose between favourite siblings and such like?
1: Well, in many ways it is. Um, I'll be honest, um, I love the A4s, I think they're magnificent, but the way I see it, they're like a one-off. You know, the shape, it's different than anything else that we've got. In terms of locos, you know, with a conventional appearance, a traditional outline, I've got to say my favourite loco is um, the London Midlands Scottish Railway Princess Mm -hmm. Coronation Pacifics. which the, um, the, um, operational example at the moment is Duchess of Sutherland, based at the Midland Railway, buttery I mean, that always cuts the uh, mustard for me, that does. It's, um, a fantastic logo. And I think, and I think many other people do, had it also been raced down Stoke Bank in 1938... It might just have um, pissed Mallard at the post, but mm-hmm. it never had that opportunity. And uh, history records of Mallard has got the record, so Mallard's still the
0: greatest. Absolutely. In fact, I'm looking, actually, at a... Uh, a, 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 a I think it's an artist's impression from the uh, the coronation, the first streamlined train, King's Cross for Scotland, of the coronation, Scott. And, at six, mm-hmm. and a, six and a half hours, it says. Uh, Houston to mm-hmm. Glasgow, Glasgow to Houston. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting stuff in, in terms of that. Uh, yeah. certainly the, the test train yeah. we see here that in uh, 1937 the test train took a curve at crew so fast in defiance of the speed restriction that the dining car mm. crockery was smashed outrageous oh yes, <laughs> yes. oh absolutely brilliant absolutely brilliant uh, stuff right, uh, genius uh Robin mm. it's been fabulous working through that as we said obviously yeah, hopefully you're enjoying this uh, audio uh, postcard as well but there's no substitute mm. for actually getting hold of the magazine itself the uh, Mallard 75 uh how can people who are listening to this actually get hold of uh, Malad Seventy Five? Obviously uh, produced by Good Self and uh, the Morton's uh, Heritage Group. Uh, is it available in in, in bookstores, or do they need to go online? What's what's the route forward, Robin? How do they get hold of it?
1: It's uh, produced mainly for W.H. Smiths, yep. but you can buy it at the National Railway Museum. We'll have copies on sale at the um, Great Goodbye at the Locomotion Museum in Shildon next weekend. Or you can go to Morton's online or ring up the uh, main number oh one five zero nine, sorry oh one five zero seven five two nine five two nine, and order one by post.
0: There we are. Fantastic. Robin Jones, it's been a privilege speaking to you, Good Self, and many thanks for, obviously, as you rightly said, Getting the equivalent to Elvis there, we might as say well. we'll probably come back to you to sort out a few other bits and pieces. But for the moment, we salute you, sir, and enjoy the whole day. I'm I'm envious actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'll have to sort of join you on one of these location reports in the not too distant future because we can we need to get yeah, out of so, yes Yes, excellent. Yep. You're listening to the Mortons Heritage Railway podcast yes quite rightly so and robin jones yeah. still uh not only uh being the editor of mallard 75 celebrating britain's greatest steam moments of course for uh, morton's uh heritage uh media uh we uh are back with uh, robin at the uh, the grand event of course and uh robin you managed to locate somebody else that uh, you think we should speak to and, uh, and obviously share with our listener on the podcast
1: uh, yes, this is Alexa. Um, one of the main people at Barrow Hill, the roundhouse, where this venue being held, where this event's being held.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. Well, if you'd like to put the uh, lady on, we'll have a quick word with Alexa and, and go from thence. Okay, brilliant. There we are. Life continues. And, hello, uh, hello, Alexa. Good to connect with your good self. So, share with us uh, tremendous excitement today uh, that you've been having. Um, what, what, what's the uh, what's the event gone like for yourself? How have you found the whole thing?
3: Oh, so far it's been, I mean, we're only just at the very beginning of it, of course. We've got um, two massive days on Saturday and Sunday, but even today um, the excitement that's building here with the um, rail tour that's just come in um, with 500 people from London, um, press preview day as well, of course, and uh, everyone is just so excited to see um, Dwight D. Eisenhower and Dominion of Canada, North American A4s. Um, out in the sunshine, hmm. believe it or not, it's sunshine here. No rain.
0: <laughs> it's often said that trains and railways are boys' preoccupations, but hopefully you're putting that to bed now by basically sort of being one of the main coordinators of this event yourself. Is that right? Oh
3: yes, absolutely. Definitely. There, there are a lot of women involved um, in in the railway movement. I think there's no way that it's just a, a boys' boys and their toys anymore. Girls love this just as much. It's great fun, and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's one for i mean the interesting thing as well with um, our pre um, pre-sales is the number of families. Um, that are going to be coming to the event over the weekend as well. So, um, adults bringing children and just keeping the story of steam going. So it's all it's all good news for um, railway preservation at the moment.
0: And what has your own involvement uh, in the the whole project actually been? I mean, just just, just describe for our listeners effectively what wh- how long you've been planning for this because presumably it's been a, it's not just something you sort of decided last weekend. You say let's do it then, you know, let's let's put it on. You know,
3: <laughs> no, it's uh, it's definitely a lot longer than that. I mean. Obviously, the, the, the critical ingredient in this particular event has been getting um, the two um, American and Canadian A4s um, here to the Roundhouse. The original agreement was that they would only be um, seen at the National Railway Museum in York and at Shilden, of course. And um, But the um, NRM were a great help to us in negotiating with the locomotive owners um and they were delighted to be able to amend the agreement but that's all taken time it's probably been a a good year in the in the planning i'd say Mm. um but it's going to definitely be worthwhile
0: which is excellent of course uh uh, the roundhouse is uh, for life not just for a grand event of of railways etc presumably as a visitor center it's open pretty much 24 7 throughout the year is that right
3: Um, Not 24-7 I'm afraid. One of the main beauties of course, those that already know the roundhouse will know, it is an operational um, roundhouse, it's Mm -hmm. the only operational roundhouse in the the country Mm -hmm. um, with its mainline connection but as a result of that we actually do a lot of commercial work here, we have modern railway workshops here working uh, Monday to Friday. So the museum itself is open Saturday and Sunday, but that is every weekend of the year except Christmas and New Year. So everyone's welcome down here. It's free entry. Um, by donation, obviously we're, you know people would like to contribute to the upkeep of this amazing building um, but yes, unfortunately, t- Monday to Friday we, we are actually working, we are employing people and uh, and keeping the railways going
0: Well, as I said to Robin, I was envious of him obviously being there and, and sorting things through I think we must actually put this uh, into our list of uh, must uh, lo- uh, attend location reports and uh, outside broadcast things so hopefully we'll, we'll connect with you then in the very near future and, and see the whole thing uh, right. Question we've been putting to uh, a ranger folk, including Robin, and uh, obviously the grandson of uh, the great railway designer, of course, uh, uh, Sir Nigel Gresley. Uh, Tim Godfrey, when we yeah. spoke to him earlier, his uh, favourite yeah. train. And I know it's, it can be a bit difficult, a bit challenging. Do you have a particular favourite? I mean, is it is it the Mallard? Is it effectively the Dwight D Eisenhower? Wh- 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 is is the one which, from your own point of view, you think, yeah, that's the one. If I was sort of saying, I- I'll I'll have one train, that would be the one for me.
3: Oh, you know, that is so difficult for me because I I, I um have a huge involvement with um the A one Steam Locomotive Trust mm. and I mean Tornado was what brought me into into this world of of, of steam trains. I, I oh, it it's a really hard one. I love the A fours. I love all the A fours without exception. I just think they're the most amazing locomotives. Um, but I I think actually my vote probably goes to Green Arrow simply because I have a picture um, of me as a seven-year-old girl um, standing in the um, goods yard at Settle Station um, with that that locomotive. And I think that's probably where it all started. So I think Green Arrow for me.
0: I think that's wonderful. It's like a superhero of a train, really. Could have been <laughs> Gle- Green Lantern, but no, it's Green Arrow. Uh, it's been fa- fabulous touching base with a good self, I hopefully we'll speak again in the very near future. All the very best, though. Take care.
3: Thank you. Thanks very
1: much. <laughs> You're listening to the Morton's Heritage Railway podcast.